podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 22 during this exceptionally long game week. My name is Joe and here we will look at some of the best Manchester City assets to bring in with players returning from injury or perhaps not um, and a double game week. They are certainly of interest even if they don't play 90 minutes. Um, just a reminder, please do uh, press that like button, really helps us out. And also, do remember to subscribe so you can keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts. Also, have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk, um, the members area offers so you can get um, all the latest stats and uh, create your own tables, uh, use the Rate My Team tool, all those types of things to help you climb up your money leagues. And all of the um, stats that we'll be presenting in this uh, show um, are all from the members area, so you can create your own tables just like these. Um, Okay, um, before we do that, let's have a look at the fixtures. I mean, I'm not sure fixtures matter too much for Man City. They're just good in most games, um, as as Newcastle found out. Um, good side, but still still lost to Man City. Uh, still triumph. Still got the players to do it, especially with De Bruyne. Um, but what is what is of particular interest is there is a double game week. Um, so um, having a look at the season at uh, the. Um, the coming game weeks here. I uh, just got this from the FPL site. Um, so game week 22, Burnley at home. <laughs> wow, well, that's good. Um, so we're going to want Haaland back if, uh, well, like me, you've still got him uh, or you want to get <laughs> or you want to get a good captain in. But there are other options as well. And uh, hopefully this will give you some ideas. Perhaps if Haaland's not back, you don't want to get him in, uh, can't get him in. Um, obviously, there's Foden, De Bruyne, various others that could fill that gap for that captaincy. But Burnley at home is definitely... A, really good for the captaincy i'm sure we're going to have a uh a captaincy video out as well this week as well to see if there's any other alternatives um meanwhile game week 22 um yeah game week 23 brentford away another another good fixture um i mean they're all good fixtures but you know this is another good one everton at home game week 24 good fixture game week 25 this is the great one two home games chelsea and brentford both at home um, Saturday, 17th of February, 5.30, uh, the Chelsea game. And then the following Tuesday at uh, 7.30 in the evening is Brentford. Um, great fixtures and a double game week, crucially there. Um, obviously, there's a double game week for, for Brentford as well. So that might put Tony on the menu. But this is all about Man City. Um, on the 24th of February, um, great day for me because um, I'll be... 50 something <laughs> um, that day um, it's game week 26 uh, they play Bournemouth away another great fixture I remember years ago captaining Sterling I think in this game uh, or something like that and uh, I think he got uh, he may have got I don't know own goal sent off and the goal something like that anyway it was a it was a roller coaster day um, I'm sure it'd be much, uh, much less fraught uh, for those backing their assets on that day. Crucially, they play in 26 as well. So those involved in the League Cup final, which won't be Man City, won't play. So that could be Liverpool, for example. So Salah could be back. So he's out of the reckoning. So we're definitely going to be wanting uh, Man City assets just in our team, but also possibly for the captaincy. Um, so let's have a look at some of these um, players. <laughs> so I've, I've divided this into attackers and defenders. There's going to be less interest in defenders, nevertheless... We can have three slots for any any team in our in our sides, so you might want to have two attackers and a defender. I think I personally might swerve a defender 
um, and just go for three attackers. They're so attacking and there's so many attackers. Um, but anyway, let's have a look. Here are the attackers. Okay, the most attacking Man City players last six matches. So I've divided this by last six matches um, and I've got this by sorted by minutes per expected goal involvement. I'll read them out, even though they're obviously on the screen. Uh, I'll read them out for the benefit of those listening on the podcast. Um, so as I said, this is based on last six matches they played. It's not last six game weeks. Um, and therefore, De Bruyne is top <laughs> in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement. We've only got two games and only one start um, to go on. Um, but boy, his um, non-start was great. Um, so he comes on as a sub, he just needs 20 minutes, goal and an assist. Fantastic. Um, so, you know, he you know he, he can haul at any, any given time, but he doesn't need 90 minutes. So that's... This is the dilemma that you're facing. I mean, there's lots of dilemmas you're facing with De Bruyne. One is his cost. So he's 10.4. Can you have him and Haaland and Salah and Alexander-Arnold? Can you have all of those? Probably not. So De Bruyne might mean a sacrifice elsewhere. Uh, perhaps no Haaland. Um, but nevertheless, also, um, you know, he, uh, he can haul, he can get double-digit haul at any game. But also... He's not going to start. So if you see the team sheet, he's in the was on the subs bench. Don't get disheartened if you've captained him, for example, because he could come on. Uh, he might start and only last forty five minutes. So far, I mean, they're they're away at the moment, <clears throat> Man City. Uh, warm weather training. Um, so you would imagine he might get more minutes gradually as they go on. So that's a good good chance to sort of recharge. They've also got a, an FA Cup game um, a few days before. Um, there's one's up trying to work out the dates. Um, not this week, yeah, this coming um, weekend, I think. <laughs> no, is it anyway? Within game week 22, <laughs> within there, they've got this FA Cup game as well. So, um, so before game week 22, rather, you've got to make that decision. Do you get De Bruyne in, for example? You can make an early transfer. I'm not so keen about it myself, but if you want to make an early transfer, you've got to think, well, what if he plays that FA Cup game? What happens there? And bearing in mind it's against Spurs who have Romero in defence. And um, I personally wouldn't want to take that risk, but uh, you never know. Um, but De Bruyne, he's had three shots, created four chances. Remember, this is one and tiny bit of a game <laughs> and he's still top. Um and he's got just that one shot on target and a goal. <laughs> and uh, so, and a goal and a, an assist um, over those very limited minutes. Absolutely great. Haaland um, is next on this, as unsurprisingly so. So the situation with Haaland is that he was back in some kind of training, but not full training. He was about to, I don't know whether he was about to, do full training, but he was about to go to training, but the medical team before the Newcastle game withdrew him. And so um, he is now, you know, with the whole team somewhere, somewhere nice and warm. And that is um, going to be training. So it remains to be seen whether he will be in a condition to um, play uh, in game week 22, whether he's conditioned to start, whether he can last 45 minutes, whether he's going to be used as a sub, all up in the air at the moment. We will know more as the week goes on. We will know more um, ahead of game week 22. But we might not know 100%. Um, so it's going to be a risk. P potentially bringing him back in. Um, he's still in my team because I'm silly. <laughs> I've kept him for about six weeks or so. That he hasn't been playing. But um, 
nevertheless, so I'm, I'm obviously glass half full. I'm hopeful there. Minutes per expected goal involvement every 67 minutes. De Bruyne is every 61 minutes, by the way. Um, uh, shots, though, Haaland, 24. Absolutely amazing. Um, he's created six chances. Um, 11 of his shots have been on target. Um, he had five goals and four assists in his last six starts. Okay, these are good. Um, so um, his last six matches, this is. So it's just a tiny reminder that he's excellent. Um, Oscar Bob is next. Um, minutes per expected goal involvement. Obviously, the less minutes you play, the more likely you are to. And, and if you're involved, very, very involved in those limited minutes, you're going to be do well on here. It's worth mentioning him, though. Um, 4.4 million. I don't. He's not going to start. He could start the odd match. But the chances are, especially for that double, you might get like 20 minutes out of him a match. And he's had a couple of shots to create three chances a goal and two assists across his last six matches. Um, so for 4.4, if you don't want to, if you want to save a bit of money and just go for a sort of a differential punt on, uh, and, and just accept that he's not going to start, I think he could be good. Um, Alvarez, um, 19, I mean, 19 shots, created 11 chances. Just the two goals and the one assist, though, after his last six matches, Um which he has started all of them because obviously Haaland's not around. De Bruyne hasn't been around for a lot of that as well. But with those players coming back, where will he play? Will he play? I don't know. There's a lot of up in the air for me at the moment. But obviously, is he a good asset? Yes, he's a World Cup winner in a in a um, tight, not just title chasing, but very title favourite team. So yeah, um, a good asset. But I I think I prefer somehow if De Bruyne can go in, great. Half Harlan's fit, great. These are the ones I really like. Um, Bob, if you're short of money. Alvarez, I don't know. Question marks at the moment. Doku's the one I quite like and I might go for as a third option. So if I've got, say, Harland, in my case, I've got Harlan Foden already. If I was going for a third option, uh, obviously if I could get De Bruyne, I could, but funds might not allow that. I think Doku is good. Those fixtures, um, you know, Burnley, Brentford, Everton, these are sort of fixtures that seem to me say that Doku would be needed um, there. Um, so 12 shots, create 13 chances, three shots on target, um, four assists and a goal in his last six matches, of which he started, um, he started five there and been a sub in one. So I think he's a really strong contender at the moment, currently, as a sort of a third attacker to get in. Um, 6.5 million great um, Grealish is next I'm not so keen here no he's, he's the sort of um, good in real life good for the team going to win the matches but from FPL point of view well the stats speak for themselves goals goals three great assists none but his role isn't really a goal scorer but he can get the old goal um, 11 chances created 6 shots I prefer Doku here, and I also prefer Foden. So, I mean, look, Foden's next on the list. Minutes per expected goal involvement every 178 minutes, just but behind Grealish. Um, he's 8 million. Shots 19, very strong. Uh, chances created 17. So he's got a bit of everything, but a goal threat, assist threat, seven shots on target. He has scored and he's assisted three times, and he just starts all the time. So will he start in the central, in the central area? Will it be on the wing? Um, will it be, you know, a, a more sort of wider attacking role? I don't know. It's a, it, uh, yeah, with Haaland and De Bruyne coming back, 
sorry, I'll rephrase that. With De Bruyne back, with Haaland possibly coming back, um, we're not quite sure where Foden will play. I th- I've, I've got him in my team. I haven't had a great track record with Foden uh, previously, but as long as he plays, my track record has been getting him in and then for some reason he's on the naughty step and doesn't doesn't play for ages. Um, but at least he's playing still. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'll keep him for a while. Uh, I think he's... Good, a good asset, good all-round asset there. Bernardo Silva as well. He's the one that gets away. No one ever goes for Bernardo Silva. Um, but he's the player for 6.5 million. Minutes per expected goal involvement every 209 minutes, which isn't great. But he's had 11 shots, created 10 chances. So he's sort of a, stats-wise, a sort of mini Foden in, ter- in FPL terms. But he's had seven shots on target. He has got three goals. He has got an assist. So he's actually better than Foden there. If I was sure of money... I would go for silver. So a lot of people, you know, very into uh, money and team value and stuff. But sometimes, so say you can't afford Foden, get silver instead. He plays. Uh, he doesn't play the full 90 minutes, but he plays. He gets goals. He gets assists. Um, and he's 6.5. And he could, during a double game week, he could end up being that top scorer. You don't know. Um, so, you know, saving a bit of money could get you more points. <clears throat> Unknown at this stage. Rodri is next on the list, 5.6 million. Um, he's a sort of sort of a Hail Mary uh, punt here. But the thing that he's here, I mean, he, he plays all the time. He creates seven chances, had three shots on target. He has a goal. He has an assist in his last six. Always plays. Um, I think he'll get his potential for getting the bonus is strong because he's involved in a lot of the game, uh, passing and et cetera, et cetera. But... Um, with so many players getting goals and assists, he'd probably be counted out of that. But nevertheless, it's worth a mention. He's had 17 shots, which isn't bad for a player like that. And he's getting attacking returns. Um, Sky members will will know, uh, Sky Sky FF fantasy football players will, will know what a great asset is in that game. But obviously that scores very differently there. But in FPL terms, worth considering, I think. Um, okay, let's have a look at defenders okay so i for me i'm not that keen um i don't know who's gonna play well there's one player i think will play but the rest of them i don't know from each match i don't know will they keep a clean sheet i don't know (laughs) they don't seem to be um which is annoying um and when you've got so much attacking talent as well who's going to hog the bonus well it probably won't be these guys but i have i have sorted i have um put their minutes per baseline bonus and I've also put their minutes per expected goal involvement here so top in terms but basically to caveat that minutes per expected goal involvement for all of these defenders will be low because will be poor because they're defenders okay so Walker is top of this with minutes per expected goal involvement every 364 minutes I'm not going to read out all the minutes for all of the players but put it this way Walker is the best out of that in terms of expected goal involvement so he has an assist already but it's just one assist but he did get those bonus and he is actually really strong for bonus minutes per baseline bonus so he did get the bonus in that Newcastle game um he got five he's He's getting a, a baseline bonus every... So I'll rephrase that. A baseline bonus point system of point every 5.7 minutes. And these are the baseline... Bon- the bonus point system is what is used to calculate bonuses. So that's goals, assists, all the other stuff as well. 
And that's what baseline bonus is. It's all the other stuff, creating chances, passing, tackling, all those types of things um, in the game. So that's the sort of what you, what you want, really. You want those players, like, say, Porro at Spurs, who just steadily accumulate things. So you look at the end of the match and you go, oh, they lost. Spurs lost 4-0, but Porro's got three bonus. How'd that happen? It's because of this baseline bonus. It's because of all the other stuff they do in the game. So Walker is top. Um, if I was to go for a defender, it would be him. Because look at that, starts six. It's last six matches started six. Every other player in here is either started five or in Rico Lewis's case, just three starts. So they're, they're, they're subs, they're being subbed on or uh, they're not playing at all. Or But they're certainly not starting every match. Near enough, but I wouldn't like to guess. So Lewis is next on here. Um, created five chances, shot in the box, but just the three starts. So um, that's not why I would go for him. Nathan Ake is intriguing. Shots inside the box, six. I think if you're going for a, a punt in the double game week for defender. So previously, in previous seasons, I've gone for like Diaz, for example, or Stones. You know, they can come away with an absolutely mega haul. Say they get two clean sheets and a goal. This is huge. Absolutely huge. You get huge returns there. And they're very low owned in comparison to the attackers so uh, Nathan Ake is next here I, I I don't know I don't I don't expect him to start every match could do though six shots inside the box two chances created one assist um, and minutes per baseline bonus oh, is, is just is, is every six minutes he's getting a baseline bonus point award in the bonus point system um, all of these players that I'm mentioning here have a strong on the baseline bonus because there's a lot of passing going on with the Man City side. They're passing around to each other, to Rodri, to setting up the attack, so on. Um, Guardiola is next, 4.8 million. I, he's actually much cheaper than I thought he was. I assumed he was a bit more than that. Um, four shots inside the box, created three chances. Um, no goals or assists, though. Um, and five starts, so he's been a sub. Diaz is next, also five starts out of the last six matches he's been involved in. Um 5.5 million. I think he's more secure, you would imagine, but I can't guarantee a play, especially I can't guarantee he'll play both games in, in the um, in the double game when you really want them. But created a couple of chances, a couple of shots inside the box. And last up, a Kanji, uh, 4.9 million. A shot inside the box. That's it. That's all you get in there. Uh, minutes per expected goal involvement for him is every 1,335.3 minutes. So... Um, yeah, deservedly like low down on this list. Um, lots to consider, I think, with Man City. Obviously, the fixtures are strong. They're coming into form as well because they're getting a lot of their players back. They could be losing a game or drawing a game. Suddenly, KDB can come on and in 20 minutes completely turn the game around. That's the sort of talent they've got there. So I've personally got a couple in my team, Harlan Foden. <clears throat> I definitely want the third one. And uh, Doku could be that person, but they all come with a caveat. Are they going to start? And you've got to play that sort of pep roulette game. But, you know, lots to consider, I think, with a long way to go. I mean, as you said earlier, when I was talking about the fixtures, because we're still in Gaming 21, We've just finished preparing the content before Gaming 21. We're suddenly preparing content for Gaming 22, which is a long way off. Um, and we're sort of in this sort of split game week at the moment. And some of the matches have already taken place in 21. Some are happening next weekend. So understandably, it's quite confusing. But nevertheless, you know, we're looking at those fixtures going forward, 22, right up until 20. I mean, any of the fixtures really, but they've got great fixtures and that double 
as well. And they've got the form and they've got the players. So a City triple up is probably ideal, I think. So um, hopefully that's been of use. Um, um, I've ser- it's certainly been of use to me. I was looking at looking at the stats. Um, but uh, whatever des- whatever you decide with Man City, and fingers crossed Haaland is back finally for my team. Um, uh, good luck with Game Week 22. Good luck with the cu- upcoming game weeks. And uh, see you soon. Cheers. Bye.